Welcome to the Nothing Is Wasted podcast, where we believe that no matter what you've gone through in life, God is inviting you to partner with Him to take back your story. On this podcast, we have inspiring conversations with people who are doing just that. And now, your hosts, Davey Blackburn and Aubrey Sampson. Hey, listeners, happy fourth birthday. I'm Davey Blackburn. And I'm Aubrey Sampson. Happy fourth birthday. Happy Nothing is wasted. fourth birthday. This is unbelievable that we're four years old. I feel like old, singing Aubrey. a little bit. We should sing. We, we do have a birthday cake with some candles. We don't have any yes. of that. We got it somewhere. We need to get all of those things. Ship us a birthday cake because that would be amazing <laughs> to get from you guys as the listeners. Aubrey, yes. this is not only four years of the podcast. This is uh, about a year that you've been on with us. I know. This is like my year anniversary. So we're celebrating anniversaries, birthdays. I know. This is very exciting. We also have a really special guest with us today. We do have a special guest. (laughs) Only Christy would respond to a podcast as whoop, whoop. Every time. I feel like every time you've been on, it's been like whoop, whoop. I just say, hey, guys. I had to change it up this time. You did have to change it up. Christy's an Enneagram 7, so she brings a lot more fun to the pod. We have a lot of emotions, me and you, Aubrey. And Christy yep. brings a lot more fun. That's what that's <laughs> immaturity a, yeah. too, but I mean no, it's mixed with fun. Definitely not immaturity. <laughs> I would say maturity. That's for sure. That's for sure. This is so fun to have you on here, Yay, babe. I'm excited. Thank you Such for having me. Such a special me. occasion. And maybe you noticed uh, there is kind of a new look for the podcast. There is a new feel, a new sound. I mean, everything just feels new. It feels fresh. It's exciting. I know. And and there's been some, there was some intentionality behind this. I mean, you guys. Uh, love Aubrey as much as we do. You've made that known. And so we wanted to make Aubrey a permanent addition to the Nothing Is Wasted podcast. So you're going to see her. I'm going to copy Christy. (laughs) Yes. You're going to see her more involved. We're hoping that she does a lot more interviews coming up in this next year too. She'll take some of the load of that. This is just, uh, it's really special to celebrate what God is doing and what he has done in Nothing Is Wasted Ministries and how this has become not just a podcast, but a ministry. And um, yeah. I hope I hope that uh, you are feeling inspired and you are feeling um, stirred up by this podcast and by this ministry. And I hope you're sharing it with other people as well. Here's what I would love to do. I want to kind of pitch it to, to you ladies because you guys have some really cool life updates that I want our listeners to know about and to hear from you that you've not talked about on this podcast at all. So Christy, why don't we start with you since you're our special guest? Yes. So, you, well, what was funny is you mentioned that we've been doing this for four years yeah, and we've only been married for three years. So I was kind of thinking back, oh, yeah. like, did you That's start true. this after we were dating before we yeah, were No. Yeah. So we would have started. I mean, I think, so we, yeah, we started dating around March ish and it was May of 2017 that Tommy and I were at a conference in Chicago, Illinois. We drove over from that conference, went over to Elkhart and recorded the first, what turned out to be the first four episodes, right? First four episodes, two That's episodes awesome. with Amanda's dad. Yes. Now I remember two episodes with, with Robin and with Amber. And so I do remember, and I remember, you know what I remember? I remember sending you the first graphic of the Nothing Is Wasted podcast, the old, old graphic, because I designed it and was like, hey, will you, will you take a look? What do you think about this? And you're like, oh yeah, I like that. Okay. Let's make this tweak here. And let's- but I think I have to admit something. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I didn't even know what a podcast was. Oh, so I thought you were going to say that you hated the graphic. <laughs> no, 
So I was just like, that looks great. But oh, yeah, I, what's a podcast? I didn't know what a podcast was. For this was. thing that I don't yeah, know what it is. That's okay. You're like pa- the picture. Your parents are avid listeners of the Nothing Is Wasted podcast, and we regularly have to show them how to use oh, the I podcast app. They, so did they did not know what a podcast was either. We it's didn't okay. download it for them. It just runs in the family, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so that's update amazing. on me. Yeah, tell us a little update on your life. You know, this is it's awesome. just random. So I uh, became a licensed PA, and I felt like when we were blending families that the Lord called me to be a stay-at-home home homeschooling mom <laughs> i mean wow like <laughs> before I, anybody was doing i it. was doing the cdc lifestyle before it was cool so like it was not a th- <laughs> like honestly it was very hard for me because yeah. i was not a homeschooling mom like i never desired that like public school all the way yeah um have my kids out of the house yeah. five days a week have my own career right. mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's been neat to see like over the time span of like being a homeschool mom feeling called to that and now kind of feeling released in a way we're starting to put them in a private school kind of mm-hmm. hybrid and just now having the space to do more of what I'm passionate about, with, which is health and wellness yeah. and, and wholeness awesome. for people and to step into that. And so, yeah, randomly, this woman was praying about having, you know, someone help her with her health. And she randomly asked She me. was fasting for like 50 days. Yes. <laughs> and the Lord t- told her, you need to contact Christy Blackburn about your health. Okay, that is cool. Isn't that cool? Well, then the very next day, yes. she was having a conversation that we're conne- of, with someone that we're connected with. And that person said, you need to contact Christy Blackburn about your health. Two days in a row. Two days in a row. Yes. So it was so random. She contacted me um, just after she went to her cardiology appointment, Mm -hmm. like got got put on all kinds of different medications. And then she had a six month follow up. And so she contacted me, ended up losing over 60 pounds, hired me to work with her church staff for a 10 week wellness course. And then all these staff members have lost a ton of weight, like a lot of their like diseases and stuff that they had, like they're off their medications. It's just like so many things were changing with that. So I decided to do an online wellness course and offer that to people that were following me on Instagram thought maybe 10 to 20 would be interested and we just got <laughs> yeah. slammed with emails yeah. of people interested so i'll be it's taking amazing. 50 people through a course uh starting next well actually this air is in june yes so, yes i haven't <laughs> taken them through this course so that, that is so cool i'm excited to see what change that they're gonna have at the end of this yeah and christy just kind of glosses over this because what i love about, she's so humble and uh, about all this but she's unbelievable with this stuff i mean as she was mm. taught taking this church staff through this course she would put the the presentation up the night before on our big tv screen and she'd walk me through it and i was blown away by the information that i mean i felt really inspired by all the stuff and i live with her so i know a lot of the stuff she but I, she taught me <laughs> so much about uh what it looks like to take back your health to be educated on mm. on health and I, that's what i love about her as a healthcare provider is often we we don't know, we're not educated on on health and what we should do. And so we just kind of do right. whatever providers tell us we're supposed to do. Right. But Christy's passionate about saying, no, 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 no. I want to educate you on this. So you know how to make yep. good, proper, educated decisions on your diet, your exercise, the types of foods that you should have, how to, you know, um, free your household of toxins yep. so that mm. we can, you know, really work to, to wholeness and health. Well, I think the biggest thing for me is just empowering people to take back their health. I think there's a lot of times yeah. you just feel like it's your doctor's responsibility, mm-hmm. but it's not. I mean, I, there's a lot that we can do in our own hands that God has given us, like it, all over in scripture, he says, yeah. how to take back your health. 
But I love wow. this story of this woman we met in Breckenridge, Colorado. We oh, yeah. invited her to go in the ski lift with us. She was a newbie. We wanted to take her to a bigger <laughs> mountain. It was so cute what all how it all played out. But she ended up telling me a story of how she had endometriosis. Mm -hmm. Her doctor said, you will never mm. be able to have kids. She had to have a surgery and almost have a resection of her colon. So basically taking oh. apart her colon. And, that's and so that's pretty dramatic of an endometriosis. Right. Yeah, it and, is. And they did everything possible and nothing changed. And so she started looking up mm. herself and, and she found that she could just do some clean eating diets. She ended up going on a clean eating diet. And then she ended up having two kids and yeah. no issues ever Basically since then. Reversed all of Everything, the endometriosis. Nothing that, was that, there. And she, so she was amazing. like, I want to, so I'm having a cookbook come out August 8th. She was like, I want to buy your cookbook and just so <laughs> passionate about it. And so it's neat Aww. to meet other people who yeah. have learned by themselves, but I want to be the one that's like, I've done the research. I want to take you through this yeah. um, and help you and do a handhold with you. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. so cool because the lady that hired her to work with this church staff, um, you know, Christy just kind of glossed over this, but it's a profound transformation that she has experienced. I mean, you said she lost over 60 pounds yep. working mean, that's with amazing. you, but she went back into her cardiologist's office and her cardiologist brings her test results to her, puts them down on the table and goes, what are you doing? And she's like, what do you mean? She goes, I've never yeah. seen numbers transformed like this. Like not Tell just like weight on. numbers, like, but like cholesterol, cholesterol, like all the blood and panel, and She goes, so. you can get no off of your medications. Way. You don't need to be taking your medications anymore. I want wow. you to write down everything you've been doing because I want to wow. do this. I want to implement this with my patients. I mean, this is awesome. So I'm just so super empowering proud of you. for people. Yeah. And, the, I, and that's, I think that's the word, Aubrey, is just empowerment there. And I, I just, mm -hmm. I'm really excited for what God's doing through you. And I'm proud of you, babe, that... You took a season where you said you, you kind of died in a lot of ways to yourself and to your dreams mm. because you knew that mm. our family needed stability in blending our family. We've learned that quite a bit. Many of you guys are blending families. You're learning this as well, that your, your kids need to feel really safe and stable. And we were in the midst of pastoring a church and then starting a ministry. And so you felt this calling to stay home with the kids and you put aside a lot of your own ambition and agenda. And yep. I'm just so grateful for the sacrifices you made for our family. And I believe now yeah. God is blessing you for that as he's released you yeah. into this. He's in stepping. I mean, it's just, he's pouring out his favor on your ministry and your work right now. It's amazing to see. Thank you so that's much. So and I'm super awesome. excited so just cool. to see people have like life change. And so that's my biggest passion. So yeah. So cool. Aubrey, you have some life updates too. I do. Some crazy stuff going on in your life. This is awesome. Yeah. Some crazy things. So I guess the First one, I don't even know which one to say first. So the first one is that I have a, my next book is coming out in September, which yes. Davey, you've gotten to read at least an early version of it, which is Aubrey, kind of fun. This was, I mean, at, you can ask Christy, I was reading it on the plane to and from Breckenridge or to and from Colorado. And I, I'm telling you, it is brilliant. Like I read the, out, the, the, the table of contents and I was like, this is an unbelievable outline. I hope she does what I think she's about to do in this book. And you did. And, and you exceeded my expectations. There were moments oh, I was, so I was weeping with you in some of these moments. I'm <gasps> really? like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. I'm like, Christy, read this part right here. This is so good. This is so good. <laughs> so I would encourage everybody to pick up this new book, uh, that Aubrey's released. I mean, it's just, it's, it's going to be, it's going to bless so many people. I'm so excited. Oh, for you. that's so encouraging, Davey. Thanks for, thanks for saying that. It's yeah. So it's called known, uh, how believing who God says you are changes everything. And it's really a book about mm. the names God has for his children and how God sometimes renames us as yeah. well. And just, um, ultimately it's about the name of Jesus, who mm. is the greatest name, of course, that we know. So I'm excited mm. about that in September. Oof. And then, um, the other thing that is crazy is I, I guess, let's see, it's June now when we're releasing this. So in April, 
I started co-hosting a radio show, a talk show. <laughs> I'm a talk show host in you Chicago You are like a professional like, uh, radio yeah. personality now. Yes. I told our producer Taylor a while ago that like, I want to be like a, I want to be like the Christian Ryan Seacrest. Like I'm just going to yes. start like just doing all these different things, like, you know, hosting things. That's like my new, that's my new dream. No, that's I co-host a show every day from four to six on, um, AM 1160 Hope for Your Life. It's called The Common Good. And it's a show really about the thing, you know, we're so divided right now culturally, yeah. right? Like all we do is argue. And it's really a show about the things we have in common rather than the things mm. that tear oh, us I apart. And when when they tear us apart, what do we do about it, especially as Christians? And so mm. it's really, really fun. But I, I, uh, it's what my favorite part about it is I said when they hired me, okay, but I'm not going to leave nothing is wasted. And so nothing is wasted is in my contract. Yes. I get to keep doing this while I do that. So I love that. I'm love grateful. That. Again, it broadcasts on AM 1160. It's actually in Chicago. It's actually in your neck of the woods, Indiana right. and uh, Michigan as well. You can also find it. It's a podcast. You can ask Alexa also. It's called The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Did that sound professional? That sounded that very sound like radio-esque. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I worked on that. <laughs> the thing about radio that really uh, kind of freaks me out, because I, I was uh, I had the privilege of be, you know being interviewed on the, the show that you co-host, and yep. the, the time constraints freak me out. I'm like, it's like, oh yes. my gosh. We, and so I, how, does, how is that for you? I mean, we are a long-form <laughs> podcast where we talk for a long time. I mean, we have long episodes, uh, and then you're having to be super concise and super, you know, um, drilled down to a, a certain time. Has that been an adjustment for you? Yes, it has been such a different muscle because I am used to the long form and Davey, you and I have conversations yeah. or when we interview people, we're kind of thoughtful. And I've had to learn in radio, they've even had to tell me like, you can't, you don't, this isn't a conversation. You're just like, <laughs> boom, boom. So like when we ask people questions, we're just like, okay, tell me this. Okay, yeah. great. Tell me this. And so that's been a whole new muscle. Like the radio thing is, is, uh, yeah, it's a totally different, right. a totally different <laughs> and world. And neither one of them is bad. It's just, they own, they have their own, you know, yeah. uh, sectors that they roll in their own lanes in that, but that's just the nature of mm -hmm. the radio business. If anybody's ever been in that, it's just, you got, cause you've got advertisements, you've got spots. It's just like television. You have to hit these particular time splits. Um, that yeah, would make me so really, nervous. Props it to is, you. It's very different. If you know anything about my preaching, they tell me, Hey, here's the time you got to hit. And I never hit it. <laughs> oh, oh, you always, don't? I'm always watching the screen where it does like the negative time and it's in red. I'm like, take it a five minutes. Take it a minutes. You're like, like uh, stop it, Davey. Stop. You need to land oh, this plane Davey, right run. now. <laughs> I'm anxious you for need to like <laughs> signal to him. <laughs> you know, my classic line is Aubrey, this is what you need to start using too. If you're ever going over time, you need to tell everybody else they got to listen faster. That's it. Hey, you guys got to listen faster because this is, this is not my fault right now. You're not stop listening it. to this. <laughs> that's so good. That's good oh it's great oh well we have so many exciting things that uh we have in store for you guys both from christy from aubrey also from nothing is wasted uh we want you to stick around at the very end of this special birthday episode we're going to give you all kinds of really cool updates from nothing is wasted ministries many things that you can uh digest that you can ingest things that you can be a part of. And so stick around toward the end of this. We're going to launch into a Q&A time, questions that you have asked listeners, and we want to spend some time answering those questions. So we'll dive into our first question right now. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to throw out the first question to everyone right. from our listeners. And it's, this is actually a really good question. 
I think God chooses some people to have a redemption story and others not. Is that true? Mm. What do you guys think about that? Wow. Great question. Yeah. So it sounds like the really the the question is that God's selective, right? Hmm. Is he like yeah. ordained certain people to experience restoration and redemption in their story? And others he he chooses not to. Right. Kind of the double selection here. Chris, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I think there's there's many, many thoughts here when I'm even hearing this. Mm-hmm. I feel like God wants to redeem everybody's story. So there's mm-hmm. there's that. I think how he does it and when he does it depends on the person and, and if they're walking in obedience. Mm. There's that aspect as well. And I feel like the type of redemption looks different for everybody. Yeah, that's, good. Mm, that's good. And I do think even like what he gives you in response to it. So we talk about the talents in scripture. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's different talents. So I think sometimes when people are looking around, there's this comparison already because of the talents that you get. Some he gives two, some he gives five, some he gives ten. Mm-hmm. Different burdens going on. But I, I, when I do think about the redemption piece, I think sometimes we, we look around at everybody else, but we're not even just walking in it ourselves and yeah. trying to walk mm-hmm. into it. And that's the yeah. hardest part is stepping into that healing story mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. because now it's not your control. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Right. You've said multiple times that, like, that God took you by the hand and it wasn't until you allowed God to take you by the hand that you experienced the healing that he desired for you. You, you were mm. for a while trying to control you know, the way God was going to heal you and restore. You had this already contrived idea of how your story was going to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, wind I, up. it's yeah. safer that way. So if you know the steps and there's like a checklist of what you do, go to counseling, check, you know, yeah. work out, eat healthy. I mean, you can do all the right things. But what was funny is when I went to my counselor, I was dating Davey and I told her, I said, I need to break up with him. And she was like, <laughs> why? And I'm like, I realized by dating Davey, I'm getting triggered left and right. So mm. I'm not oh, healed. Wow. And I'm still broken and I'm not going to have a man heal me. And so mm-hmm. I want Jesus mm-hmm. to heal me. And then when I'm better, then we can get back together. And she said, yeah. Christy, like, don't you know that the Lord knows exactly what you're going to need? And it might be Davey. And I said, no, 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 no. Like it cannot be a man because Jesus has <laughs> enough power to heal me. And he goes, <laughs> don't you think that the very thing that broke you would be the very thing that he would use to heal you? And so wow. he said, you can't. You can't take and sh- pick and choose what's going to heal you. Yeah. And so for, mm. for whatever reason, it seems as if you're kind of putting like a lock around that aspect of your heart and saying, Jesus, mm. you can have all aspects of my heart, but this one here, I know how to heal and I know better. And it's like, no, yeah. you need to yeah. step into the next healing that he has for you. And when I did, I mean, it was triggering. It was hard. It was mm. vulnerable. Yeah. And it made me feel very weak, but it was neat and amazing actually to see how God decided to heal. Yeah. Through me, just taking him by the hand saying, I don't know what you're going to do, but yeah. I'm going to trust you. Yeah. And when you can trust a heavenly father like that, I mean, it grows your faith in mm-hmm. him more than ever. Yeah. And I didn't realize yeah. I could trust him in that way. Yeah. I would, I, and I would affirm that. I think that, first of all, if we look at the character and nature of God, that his character is a redemptive God. And we see this in the meta narrative of scripture. We see that there was creation and then there was a fall that broke creation. And then from, from Genesis 3 all the way to the Gospels, he is writing a story of redemption where he is calling his people back to him. And ultimately that redemption is fulfilled in the cross and the resurrection of Jesus. Mm -hmm, But then even after that, there's this whole phase of history that we are in and that's the restoration of all things. And so this is the meta narrative of God. This is how God is interacting with his creation, with us as humanity. This is also our micro narratives that we all have experienced this creation, this fall, 
And then God is, is, in, is always in process with us in redemption. And we experience redemption, just like Chris said, to the extent that we, that we lean into it, that we decide we're going to partner with God and that we're going to yield to his plan for redemption. We call it position for redemption, yep. right? And we also have to look at what is the definition of redemption, right? The mm-hmm. definition of redemption is not necessarily that God restores back to you whatever the enemy stole from you, right? If you experience yeah. loss or tragedy or something, that's not the definition of redemption. The definition of redemption, I think, speaks more to... Um, how God repurposes this pain so that it can help other people, right? If you have a, a gift card and you're redeeming that gift card, what what is taking place? Someone paid a price to give you a token, right? So right. you can exchange that to take something off the shelf and move it into uh, usefulness, to purpose. Yeah. And yeah. this is what God is doing in our in our lives. Jesus paid the ultimate price. We were bought with a price when he went to the cross so that now we can be taken off the shelf, right? The enemies, when the, what the enemy did in our life paralyzed us, it neutralized us, it put us on the shelf, so to speak. We can be taken off the shelf and then set into usefulness to purpose. So, yeah. so redemption doesn't happen when, you know, for our story, Christy and I, it didn't happen when I married Christy after losing my wife. Right. Redemption right. started in my life when I made the conscious choice to not let the enemy's work in my life paralyze or neutralize me, but to use this and repurpose it to help other people. Yes, but I think the issue is that we have specific expectations of how God's going to redeem. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking, right? Because part of the other question underneath this question is like, why does it seem like God is redeeming that person's story, but not mine? And I think part of what you were saying, Christy, earlier is, God was actually at work redeeming your story through this relationship with Davy, but you were sort of unwilling to see it or to claim it as that. And so some of this is we have to just ask the Lord to open our eyes to see what he is doing because we he might actually be in the process of redeeming our story and we just like right. miss it because we're expecting it to look a certain way. Yes. Right. Instead of just like, okay, Lord, I trust you are a redemptive God. I trust you are healing me. Open my eyes to see what it is you're doing yeah. so that I can hold your hand in that redemption story. I think that's a key part of it too. Yes. Absolutely. Well, and we get a lot of DMs too when someone has lost their spouse or there's been some kind of divorce that how is God going to redeem this by bringing me another person? Mm. And I think mm. that is a big issue too because I feel like, I love what my counselor said one time. She said, Christy, God is not a God of your expectations. He's a God of his promises. Mm. So if you're wow. expecting... Oof like what happened that you wouldn't get divorced. You're going to have this marriage for 60 plus years. Like that's not what he, you know, that's not what he promised you. He promised you a covenant marriage, but to a submissive as one. And so I think with the redemption story as well, so many people expect it will look like another spouse, another person, but God is, he works in so many amazing and better ways that for to expect to be a person that's redeeming you. No, like Jesus can redeem in so many better ways. Yeah. Yeah. And, And I think that we, when we look at timetable, that's another big issue, right? Because, because we like to operate on our timetable. Right. And God has his own timetable. He's outside of time. So yeah. whether you feel like you're in the middle of this redemption story or he has it, you, it's not quite been actualized in your life and you feel like you've been waiting for a long time, it may not mean that you're not properly positioned to receive it. It may just mean that God's um, still preparing you to receive whatever it is he's bringing into yeah. your life or this yeah. redemption, this new assignment, this new purpose. Yeah. And so he's got the perfect timetable, whatever that is. So I would just say, 
if you feel like you're in the middle of this, which it sounds like this question, this listener is, you're they're yeah. dead in the middle. They're, they haven't quite realized this redemption. I would say, don't give up. Mm-hmm. Keep leaning into the Lord. Keep yeah. leaning into his promises. Galatians 6, 9 says, do not grow weary in well-doing for at the proper time, not in your time, but in God's time, the proper time, when, when you're ready, when the world's ready, when all factors are ready, you will reap a harvest. And the contingency of that promise is if you do not give up. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so that would be my encouragement to you. Don't give up. Keep leaning in. Keep pursuing the Lord. He is writing your redemption story, whether you can see it or not. That's and those right. for so you, good. for example, for me, I felt like I wasn't being faithful. And I was like, God, you will not redeem my story because mm. I have to work. I have to be faithful. I have to be obedient. I have to be good. And he redeemed me in the middle of me not being good mm, and in the middle so of me good. not working. And so I feel like he gives us what we do not deserve mm. because of yeah. Jesus' death on the cross. And I think if we realize he gives good gifts to sinners, you know, yeah. and I just, and that's what makes me feel like, wow, I I deserve so much grace because he, in mercy, because he gave me so much grace right. and mercy. Right. I didn't feel like I deserved it. We absolutely love hearing stories and testimonies of how people are being impacted by both Nothing Is Wasted Ministries and the Nothing Is Wasted podcast. In fact, a couple months ago, we opened up a call line for you to leave a voice message and tell us just how much this ministry is impacting you. Amanda from Georgia called in, left us a message, and I want you to hear it. Um, In December of last year, we noticed that our three-year-old son, Reese, had purple dots on his legs. We thought they looked strange, and later when he developed a slight fever, my husband thought he should take him to the pediatrician. After talking to Marcus, I found out that Reese needed to be rushed to Atlanta for more testing. It was there that our world was turned on its head, and we learned that our vibrant, fun-loving little boy was diagnosed with leukemia. We were completely helpless. I was angry. I felt ill-equipped, overwhelmed, and just more pain than I knew was humanly possible. One night when I was wrestling with God, Davy's name popped in my head. I heard his story from my pastor at 12 Stone years ago, and I wanted to see how God was able to bring him back from such heart-wrenching trauma, because honestly, I just couldn't see how he could through my own lens of despair. What I discovered was that God revealed more of himself to Davey through his suffering and the Nothing Is Wasted ministry was a byproduct of his pain. I devoured his podcast and gained so much wisdom and godly perspective as I listened to others who walked through similar suffering. I started a small group in my neighborhood and we began the Pain to Purpose course together where we still continue to meet each week. God has taught me so much through my suffering and through this ministry. I've never been more convicted in my faith as the pain in watching my child fight for his life has forced me to wrestle with what I really believe. God has breathed his life-giving breath all over my raw and bleeding emotions and I wouldn't trade this intimacy with God for anything. Thank you for your obedience. Thank you for sharing the stories of so many others to give people like me hope in my despair. Love you guys. If like Amanda, this ministry has impacted you, no matter how you're interacting with us, we love to hear how this is transforming your life and how it's helping you partner with God to take back your story. In fact, other people 
are inspired and it gives them hope when they hear your testimony as well. So would you do us a favor? Would you call this number 317-983-1090? Again, that's 317-983-1090. Call that number. Tell us who you are, where you're from, and how Nothing Is Wasted Ministries has made an impact in your life. Again, that's 317-983-1090. Okay, I'm going to ask us the um, next question. Are you guys ready for it? Yes. Ready for it. Okay, this is another really good one, another really hard one. I want to experience healing, but I'm afraid about what it is going to bring up. What do I do about that? Aubrey, why don't you lead out with this one? You asked it. (laughs) Why don't you lead out with the answer? Thanks, thanks, Davey. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I would say yes. Um, it can be scary Mm -hmm. to begin a healing journey because at the end of the day, God is not going to allow you to numb anymore. God Mm -hmm. is not going to allow you to hide anymore. God is not going to allow you to hold on to the habits that you are holding on to, to keep you from healing. And sometimes when God pries those things out of our hands, it is hard. It is scary. It is, um, a lot to let go of, um, but I am telling you, there is only goodness and mm-hmm. blessing and wholeness and freedom and joy on the other side of that difficulty. Right. And right. even in the middle of that difficulty, the journey to healing is hard yeah. and it is vulnerable. Yeah. But you are not alone because the Holy Spirit is with you and um, because God's people are with you if you're yeah. doing it within community. That's so good. Yeah. And, you know, so I would kind of liken this to a, a, like a physical disease that you might have. Right, whether it you know whether it's cancer or whether it's let's say there's an infection in your body, um, and you need to have surgery. Well, what infection does is it continues to grow. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit nervous about saying this because we've got a medical provider oh, right well. here. I don't want to say anything <laughs> wrong. Or, she could correct me if I yeah. say something wrong. But this is how my simple mind works. Right, an infection it might start out small and it might seem manageable. But if left unattended, it will grow and it Mm. will ultimately take over your entire body and it will ultimately destroy you. Right. And, um, and so you need surgery for that infection. That's the, that's the situation right here. Um, but surgery, let's say you're going to have to have surgery, but, but there's no anesthetic for that surgery. So you're going to, so you're either under the mercy of this infection or you're at the mercy of this like skilled, um, surgeon who is wielding his scalpel and either way it's going to hurt one will destroy you and one will hurt you Mm -hmm. which one do you want Mm -hmm. and that's what i had to recognize is that to to step in and lean into healing to as we call it in the pain to purpose courses you've heard us call it before as pastor levi i think uh, originally termed in his book uh, pastor levi lesko in his book uh, through the eyes of a lion if you run toward the roar it's going to hurt okay it's going to initially hurt but in that, you're going to find healing. If you lean yeah. in toward the painful emotions, you're going to find healing. And it is like a surgeon's scalpel that skillfully cuts away at the flesh and cuts away um, that cancer, cuts away that infection, and then sews you back up. And then you begin to get on the mend. And so I would say either way, whatever you choose, you're going to experience pain. I would just rather it be the pain of healing 
Right. Rather than the, the pain of uh, something that's going to continue to harm me and even destroy me. Yeah. 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 I mean, when I think about this question, I mean, there's a million thoughts that come to my mind just because, you know, Enneagram 7 here, we run from anything hard. <laughs> That's right. It's like, literally, when I met Davey for the first time at CrossFit, I saw him and I I recognized who he was. I'm like, I need to not be at this gym anymore yeah. because I'm going to cry every time I see him. I need to leap. Like, wow, yeah. how bad I want to run away from pain. Mm -hmm. So I fully wow. get you, whoever wrote in about this, like, to, to not experience healing and from the pain because the pain is going to be too much. Mm -hmm. But I think about this. It's like when you, when you're a baby and you like touch something hot, you've, mm -hmm. you've been burned. So your brain naturally just wants to make sure that you're not going to step into pain again. Yeah. And so that yeah. pathway is, Hey, you're going to get burned. So in the same way, when you've experienced some kind of trauma, your brain's going to say, mm -hmm. Hey, you need to survive. Don't get burned again. So you naturally will put up this like armor and it served you for a, a time mm -hmm. and a season but that armor is not needed anymore. And so you need to mm. take down that armor and you need to feel what those feelings were because mm. again, Good. when we talk about neural pathways, that what goes on with that is basically saying, this is unsafe, this is unsafe. But if you now take that armor down, you experience the same kind of experience yeah. in a healthy healing way, then yeah. all of a sudden you have a new pathway right. that's saying that's not always unsafe. Yeah. That was mm. unsafe before, but that's not always going to be that way. So all those triggers that will come up for no reason in a safe place yeah. will stop coming up yeah. and it can yeah. be filed away in that file cabinet. It doesn't um, have power and control over right. you anymore. And so right. again, when we think about thriving or surviving, I think, yeah, you can survive your whole entire life with your armor you can survive yeah. your whole entire life with those triggers, yeah. but why yeah. would you want to? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. Why, why not right now settle it for good? Yeah. Why not yeah. right now experience experience the power of the resurrection, breaking those strongholds in your that's life? Right. And I'm not saying this out of a place that I've never had to do that. I mean, yeah. I remember the first time my counselor said, you need to do that three years it took to just like yeah. dig <sighs> down deep. It was messy. Yeah. I hated it. But now coming out of the other side of it, I'm like, I would have done that a lot earlier if, right. I, if I had the tools. Well, if you would have known. We yes. still experience it. We still experience these little triggers that come up here and there, right? It's, yep. it, but they're different. They're new because it's yep. a new phase of healing in our lives. But now the difference is, is that we have tools and we have the wherewithal, the knowledge, right? This mm -hmm. like, this like uh, um, uh, foresight to say, no, 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 I'm not going to let this scare me. I'm not going to run away from this trigger. I'm going to lean into it because I've experienced what it, what it's like to lean into it. Mm -hmm. And I've experienced the healing that comes from the other side. So yeah, this is going to hurt a little bit, but I'm going to lean into this and figure, I'm going to pull the thread on this trigger and figure out where is this coming from? Yeah. You know? Um, this is a, that's a, that's a really good question, Aubrey, because this is one of the predominant questions that we get, uh, as people are wrestling through, especially as they're diving into the pain to purpose course. I mean, I had a facilitator at a local church tell me that, um, she got some resistance toward from, from some people who were like, I don't know if I want to do that because I'm not sure of what it's going to bring up. So this is, this is something that everyone is kind of wrestling with and dealing with. And uh, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm so glad that this, this listener asked this question because you might be listening to this right now. You might be thinking the same exact thing. And I would just continue to implore you, lean into those hard feelings, lean into those hard feelings. Because my counselor told me, and this was a paradigm shift for me. He said, you can numb those things. If you want to yeah. numb the hard feelings, go ahead and do that. Um, but what's going to happen consequently is you're going to numb then the feelings of joy that you want to experience. Mm. And I think there's the old adage too, like, like you can put 
all, you could put everything up in the attic, right? Like you put all the yep. garbage up in the attic and hide it away, but it's still going to stink. There. And yeah. then yeah, it's going to like yeah. permeate through the whole house. Exactly. And so you're not actually, you're not avoiding anything right. really yeah. by not going on a healing journey. This is back to what we're, we're all sort of talking in so circles true. now, but that it will be, it will be painful, but one pain will, will bring you to a place of such goodness yes. as you experience God. That's and so the other will just, stinky garbage all throughout your house. Yeah. Yeah. I also think too, we'll move on to the third question, but I also think too about the pain of the cross, Mm. right? And how um, ultimately what we know is that the pain of the cross led to the greatest redemption story that any of us have ever known. That's right. And so if you, listener, are struggling to want to lean into the pain, just remember that we have a Savior who has... Born pain for you, yeah. bears pain with you, mm. and is willing. I mean, you have his res- resurrection power because of that suffering. That's right. And so that pain, I mean, you know, nothing is wasted, right? That right. pain will lead to purpose. Scripture so, tells us it was for the joy set before Jesus that go. he endured the cross. And what was that yeah. joy? The knowledge of the resurrection. Yeah. So dangle the resurrection in your life as kind of the carrot on the stick. Even yeah. if you have to do that, say, Okay, the portal to the resurrection is going to be leaning into these difficult emotions. All right, here's the last question. This is a really good one. I'm excited about this question. Okay, so this is for a listener who says, I feel like I have walked through a lot of healing, but now I want to start stepping into my purpose. How do I even get started? I mean, that literally is nothing is waste right there. That's what I I feel like. I'm like, you should totally take this one. Oh, gosh. Um, all right, I'll start. I hope that you guys will add your own thoughts as well. Um, I think that the best thing to do is uh, a couple things. I would begin to ask God to give you a vision. Mm. I would begin to ask God, God, would you give me a, a vision for what you would have me do in regards to helping other people through this pain that I've walked through? Cause that, that is the purpose, right? There is no greater purpose in this world than helping other people. There's nothing I, I believe that brings God more glory than when we, when, when we partner with him to walk with and serve uh, his creation, to serve the yeah. people that he, um, that, that he has put around us. So I would say, ask God, God, give me a vision for this. What, mm-hmm. what does this look like? And, and God might give you a really big vision, okay? You might be a visionary by nature, and that's what he's done for me. I'm a visionary by nature. He's given me a huge vision. He's given us, Christy and I, as a couple, as a family, this huge vision for our family, for what we want to mm-hmm. see God do in our lives and, and through our ministry and through the different lanes that we run in, and that might be great. Or, and this is n- not not bad or good, it's just, it, it's just what God does— he might give you just a clarity and an acute vision for how to help the next person. And I would say, regardless of what kind of vision he gives you, just take the next step and help the next person that comes in your pathway. Yeah. That's what I was honestly thinking, especially when it comes to the story of the man who was blind for over 30 years on on the outskirts Mm -hmm. of town and Jesus came and healed him. And then everyone was like, Hey, what happened? He's like, I don't know, but I was blind, uh, but now I can see. And like all these people started following Jesus. And I feel like it's the same way. It's like if you in your next steps is just like, I don't know what happened, but now I'm putting my hope in Jesus. And now I feel like there's hope and there's redemption, there's restoration in my story. That little thing there just within your community, where you work, your neighbors, 
that's the mm-hmm. life change right there. Yeah. Um, that's your mm-hmm. purpose right. as a people around you. Yeah. Well, even the story of nothing yeah, is wasted good. ministries, right? This has become this really big full-fledged ministry that's helping tens yeah. of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it didn't start like that. It started because we were like, oh, man, I'd really just like to share stories with other people. Can we afford to get some microphones? Yeah, let's go ahead and buy some microphones. How easy is it to throw up a podcast? Tommy, how easy is it to throw up a podcast on iTunes? I don't know. Let's do that. Okay, let's try it. And we did. And then the journey began, right? Yeah. And this evolution kind of began. It's really just taking this next step with whatever God has put in your life, what he's stewarded to you, you just begin to steward that well. I'm not but, trying to manufacture it. Yeah. Just whatever That's God's it. given you. That's it. We always mm-hmm. talk about um, stewarding, not striving. Yeah. I do think there's a pressure to like professionalize our calling, right? Or make yeah. it like this really big ministry. Now, God may have called you to that. But but I think you're right. Like take the next step of faith. Right. Start yeah. there. Right. Serve serve your neighbor. Start there. Yeah. And then see how God builds that into whatever God's going to. Ultimately, it's God's. It's not yours, right? right? right. And, and allow God to move you in those small faithful ways. I think yeah. sometimes we we despise. You know, like Scripture says, we despise yeah. small beginnings. But small beginnings are what God loves. Right. Yes. Right. And where God starts. And if we can take steps of faithfulness towards him and towards loving our neighbor, you have no idea what God's going to do with oh, that. Yeah. That's exactly. I mean, I love right. the verse, unless the Lord builds a house, the workers labor in That's vain. It. And so there if you're go. striving in your own energy, you're going to be exhausted. But if you're striving, yeah. if you're going in his strength, then you're going to, it's going to be so easy. You're riding the so wave. So good. So That's good. So good. And we can, we can over process a movement of God. We can squeeze it out by our processes. We can over professionalize so it. We can. And, and so what, what I, even just from a leadership perspective, what I've always tried to keep in tension is that our, our processes, the things that we build, the systems that we build in our ministry at Nothing Is Wasted, they need to be answering a question, solving a problem, providing a solution to help us serve the amount of people that are coming to us. That's good. Not to try to go and you know necessarily capture more people or whatever, right? So it's like, okay, we 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 literally we developed the Paint a Purpose course because people, as we as I would go and speak at churches, people would say, that's awesome, but what do we do next? And over mm. and over, we got that question. And we're going, how do we answer that question on a scale? Because yeah. everyone's asking that question. They're listening to the podcast. Okay, great. This is inspiring. What do I do next? Yeah. And so that was the, the, the conception of the pain to purpose course. And now that's helped so many people. And so again, it's just taking those little small steps and man, you, mm-hmm. you'd be shocked, you know, look down the, down the road, later down the road, you look back and you go, wow, how far God has brought this this purpose um in our life it's it's just really really cool and i would even say on a smaller scale even you personally i mean i can think about my own story when i came Mm -hmm. to a faith a saving knowledge of jesus and i just remember thinking okay what am i supposed to do next god like what i'm supposed to share with everybody but i prayed every single day for a year that my best friend would come to know the lord it was my roommate my best friend so the person right next to me and it was neat to see how god was preparing her heart over that year i could have by six months in say, God, you're not doing anything. Like, I mean, my purpose, yeah. like my calling is not, It's this isn't it. Right. But I knew my calling was to faithfully pray for her. And what was so beautiful, God is mm-hmm. in the details that she showed up to the same exact event that I came to know the Lord 
the same exact night a year later oh, wow. gave her life to the Lord. Wow. Stop it. And so it just went like to a ripple effect of after that, it was so uh, many people coming to know the Lord through us. It was like this multiplication that yeah. you see in scripture. And it was beautiful Praise because God. of the faithfulness of just praying. So I just say I right that. now, your purpose is to spend time with the Lord in his presence. Oh, that's so and good. And then just there see what go. he has yes. next for you. Yes, man. Oh, spend time with the that. Lord that's so good. in his presence. And then as yeah. he brings someone into your life, Help that yes. person. Be faithful. Right? It's so simple. Yeah, like, let's it. reduce this down to the most simple thing that we can. And then he'll show you the next step, right? As he brings yeah, he five will. people into your life, you'll go, okay, well, how do we help five people? All right. Uh, Buy now, them a Bible. 50 people. Teach them how okay, to well, read how it. do I help 50 people <laughs> yeah. with this particular mm-hmm. thing that I feel yeah. like God has called me to do? And, I do want to say one more thing, Dave, because yes. you said people were coming to you asking you the question, what do we do next? Yeah. And I, I think that's another piece of this puzzle is... What what questions are people asking yeah, or good. what are people coming to you for? Mm. What is your community looking to you for? And there may be um kind of a puzzle piece that's in it. that that the Lord has anointed you for whatever that specific right. thing is. Yes. And just so I would say pay attention mm. to like what themes kind of continue through your life that people either come to you for advice for or questions about, or you just see repeated right, in your right. life and pay attention to that. Cause the Lord does nothing by accident so and he'll put all those pieces together to, to give you That's your so good. Let me, let me say this too. Uh, I would say don't begrudge what that is too. Mm. I think about that in relation to conversations I've had with people. I've watched people and listened to people say, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want, I don't want to be known for this particular part of my story, or I don't want to be known for this pain point, or I don't want to necessarily build any kind of platform or, or even step into a platform that God's called me to out of this type of pain point, because one, it's going to be too hurtful. Like I'm just going to have to relive this all the time. It's going to be, you know, I, I I just, that's not, that's not the space I want to step into. And, and I, and I would just encourage you, this is the story that God has stewarded to you. And this will just Mm -hmm. be for a season. And then God is so good at at rerouting and rewriting that story Mm -hmm. that he will put a mantle on you and he will take the mantle off of you. I mean, I think about Elijah, he gave Elijah a mantle Right. And then, and then he told Elijah, okay, I want you to put this mantle on someone else. He, he released Elijah from that mantle and he will do the same thing for you. But I, I, but I believe that he will call you into a next assignment, a next purpose, a a, a new beginning, if you will, to the degree that you steward this one that he's put in your life right now. Yeah, that's good. That was so good. That was such a good point, Davey. Thank you for that. And thank you listeners for these incredible questions. You've made us think and consider yeah. the things of God. And and ultimately what we just want to say to you is there is hope for you. There's healing right. for you in the middle of heartache. And that's what Nothing Is Wasted is all about. And this is our fourth birthday episode. Yay. Let's not can forget. I do, can I pull we Christy? are celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm raising the roof right Christy. now. No one can see this, <laughs> yeah, but I'm fully is. doing it. We're all having a little Showing dance my party age. right now. Um, but God has been doing incredible things, and there's a lot that yeah. Nothing Is Wasted is up to right now. I want our listeners to hear about those things. One of those things is the big retreat that I'm very yeah. jealous I don't get to go on because I'm doing wedding oh, we hate but, that. Oh, it's so sad. Can't but you tell Christy, these people to get married at a different time? <laughs> I wish I could bring them with me and just do, yeah, be pretty cool, yeah. do their wedding at the retreat, right but I will get there at one point. But uh, Christy, you've been heading this thing up, so yes. I want to hear all about the retreat. You know, honestly, I'm so excited about it. The, the reason why is this. I think people don't understand how many uh, ministry partners we have. Yeah. And it's been such a huge blessing because when Davey and I started this ministry, 
we just had a lot of needs coming in. And we mm. said, what's the next step? How can we fill the needs? And we just kept on praying like, God, we are trying to do all the handholds for everyone coming in. And we were getting mm. across the spectrum of pain. And Ooh. so we didn't know how to really step into yeah. some of these people's pain and hold their hand and walk them fully through it. So right. we're like, we're not that. We're a hub. Like, let's start trying to find different ministries. And what was so mm. beautiful about it, it felt like Noah's Ark in a way. Yeah, like, <laughs> we started praying so like, true. Lord, like, we don't know what ministries to partner with. We haven't even seen a lot of these ministries. And all of a sudden, all these ministry leaders started contacting us and saying, hey, we feel like we need to partner with you. Yeah. Wow. We want to pamper and love and refuel them just because of the fact that they just pour out their lives in ministry right. and for these people. And so yeah. basically this retreat is for everyone on our team. So it's yeah. staff, volunteers, these ministry leaders. And I think we have over like 60 people coming and we have mm-hmm. some Amazing. really great speakers coming in. The whole topic, the whole theme of it is give me Jesus. We just want mm-hmm. them to drink Simple. from the well, yeah. be in his presence, be mm-hmm. refueled and get back out on ministry because ministry is hard. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you have your family, you're like always trying to like uh, balance everything yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Love on so many people. People don't understand the unseen of yeah. ministry right. and so what true. people do be- you know, behind closed doors. And we're always pouring out to everybody. We're pouring out to our kids, mm-hmm. pouring out to each other. It's like, man, we need to drink from this well. Yeah. We need yeah. Jesus. And so that's what we want for this retreat. And I'm so excited to yeah. do it. It's isolating be awesome. to be a ministry leader. Right. Mm -hmm. And there are networks and conferences and stuff for church leaders. There's so much of that. But the more we were working with kind of these felt need, I don't even know what you would call them, right? Like pastoral care type parachurch ministries that are ministering to specific pain nuances, right? Like Hope Family Care Ministries from Jeff and Mackenzie Rollins. They lead retreats for parents who have lost young children all over the country. But I have regular conversations with Jeff and Mackenzie and the conversations that we're consistently having is like, it can feel lonely doing this, yeah. right? Yeah. It can feel lonely. And so we're just yeah. grateful that, you know, um, the Lord has kind of positioned us to in some ways be a little bit of a hub for all of these different ministries and ministry leaders to come together to talk best practices, absolutely, but more importantly, to just encourage one another and awesome. and to, to breathe life into each other. So that's why mm-hmm. I'm super excited about this retreat. I can't wait to see what God is going to do. And now as you're listening yeah. to this, that what God has already done. Yep. And yeah. so just, you know, keep, keep an eye on uh, social media and all that stuff. We'll try to make sure that we show you as much as we can about this. And we will even be releasing some bonus content so that you can have a window into some of the things that we talked about at the retreat from our guest speakers, stuff like that. So that's great. stay tuned for that. That's good for people like me who don't get to go. It's good so for those really people who are like that. monthly partners. That's, that's, it's great for them because they get access to that. Or you can set up a seven day trial. Hey, the other thing that I want to hear about is the devotional release. Cause that's really exciting too, Davey. Yes. I'm really excited about this devotional one, because it's been in the works for a long time. When we first started coaching people back at kind of the beginning of nothing is wasted ministries, I started writing some devotions for our coaching clients and then never actually fin. I had it in my mind. Like I would like to do a devotional project Um, but I never actually finished it. And now it's the right time to finish it and to release it. Um, so it's 42 days of devotions. And really what this is, is it's kind of a, 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 a pain to purpose journey for the reader to be able to pick up their devotional and their Bible every single day for 42 days and begin to journey with the Lord, uh, from pain to purpose. It's a fantastic supplement to the pain to purpose course, or it's a great thing for you to just pick up and 
and have on your own, you know, and just kind of walk through it in your own personal devotional time or to, um, to, to give to somebody else who's going through a difficult time. Cause what we do is we take a look at different characters in the Bible. We actually take, take it in week long chunks. So there's like a one full week on the character of Job. There's another full week on the character of David, another full week on the character of Joseph and the pain that they went through, but what God was doing in their lives and the pain. So my hope is that the reader, um, kind of puts themselves in the life of these characters and sees their own pain through that lens and what God wants to do in their life through this pain. I'm super excited about this. Yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Well, in so our fun. hearts, I think the biggest thing is our hearts are always to how can we move people yeah. out of their pain into purpose? Yeah. And so for me, like this devotional would have helped me so much when I was in the middle of my trauma, mm-hmm. but I didn't have yeah. this resource. And so this is what yeah. I want to put in other people's hands who are going through things that I've went through or even things that I haven't gone through any type of trauma. And so you, if you get them in the word, get Jesus to right. speak to them in the word, that's where yeah. the healing comes from. Right. So this devotional will helpfully, hopefully yeah. do that for them. Yeah, and you can pre-order it now. It releases July 22nd, but you can pre-order it now if you go to pain to purpose devo, D-E-V-O, paintopurposedevo.com. And uh, you can see actually some bonuses that we have there if you pre-order it before July 22nd. We want to um, let you in on a bunch of free bonuses there. So speaking of pain of purpose, Davey, pain of purpose is kicking off in local churches. There's That's updates right. with certified guides. Like, tell us what God is doing there. Yeah. Uh, what's been really exciting is seeing, um, for the first time, we're beginning to see local churches that we've never heard of. We've not had any relationship with, um, prior to them just beginning, like learning about hearing about the pain to purpose course and accessing it. And, you know, they're coming to us going like, Hey, we'd love to launch this up until this point. It's been, you know, relationships that we've had with churches and they've kind of asked us about Mm -hmm. it just organically. It's taken place. But now for the first time we've, we're seeing churches that we've never heard of. And it's so cool to think like, wow, like we're able to get into these churches that we've never heard of. We have never had this other, this, this contact with them. Um, and we're able to help people in these, mm-hmm. in these spaces that we've, we've never met these people. That is so cool. Um, but then of course my like relational side wants to go and meet all of the people, right? <laughs> we actually went to a church in Virginia, one of our partner churches, and we were there over their night that they do pain to purpose. And I went and sat down at a table that, that you know, they were having their pain to purpose night that night, yeah. um, one of their weeks. And I just go and sit down at the table and these people were coming as they're sitting down to go through the, the course that night. They kind of do this double take at me, like wait, we've been watching you on this. Like, what are you doing here? You know? And it was so awesome. fun to just interact with people in, in different regions of the country who are going through this and who are discovering healing. Just, just this past um, Easter, I spoke at a church here in Indianapolis called the Blended Church. And then we did a pain to purpose workshop that Tuesday night. And 136 people show up that Tuesday night to go to this pain to purpose workshop. And uh, I thought there would be a a pretty drastic attrition rate of people who would actually sign up for the course to start that following week. 131 people signed up for the course. And um, it's the biggest launch that we've had so far at a local church for, but it's just so cool to see people who are leaning in, not just who, who are, who are determined not to let the enemy paralyze or neutralize them in their trauma, but they're going to turn it around, partner with God to take back their story. It's so, so cool. That is so cool. We would love to encourage people. If, if, if you would like to launch the, the pain to purpose course in your local church, we can help you with that. So if you mm-hmm. would just, I mean, the, probably the best step, just write into hello at nothingiswasted.com. Tell us, hey, I would love to figure out a way to get this launched in my church. And, and we'll work with you to do that. Um, in addition to that, we have been, you know, we've launched our certified guides, which is uh, essentially our coaches that take people one-on-one 
through the Pain to Purpose course. Um, we, we launched it back at the beginning of this year. We're seeing incredible things happen in people's lives through that. Um, and it's just it's so much fun to hear some of the stories from our certified guides of the breakthroughs that are happening in people's lives because they're able to work with somebody who has gone through mm-hmm. um, the, either the same pain that they're walking through or at least a yeah. very similar one. We try, to, we try to custom match you with a certified guide that has walked through the same thing as I you. And that. so that's been really cool to see. We want to encourage you to hire a certified guide if you've not taken that step. Um, I promise you it, it will be well worth the investment. We're making yeah. investments mm-hmm. in something. Yeah. We're always making investments in something and right. you owe it to yourself to be the, the most whole and healthy version of yourself. That's Make right. this investment in yourself and in your healing. Yeah. Okay. And the other thing going on, which I am, you know, maybe selfishly, maybe not really excited about is next week. We have a uh, parenting yes. and motherhood episode. I mean, Davey, we're going to kick you out of the studio. You and the parenting Aubrey series and starts. Are taking over. <laughs> Aubrey and Christy are talking about motherhood. I'm excited to listen to this because I can't wait to hear what both of you guys have to say about the journey of motherhood. Aubrey, you're in a you know a little bit different of a season where your yep. boys are older than our kids, and mm-hmm. we feel like we're in the throes of the littles. You know, <laughs> and it's like yes, you are. <laughs> Yes. So it's going to be great to hear you guys uh, talk back and forth, laugh, cry, I mean, the banter. good, the bad, the ugly, we're saying it <laughs> it's, all. It's I mean, there's, all a, there's a lot with it. This is yep. going to be we're awesome. We're not going to hold back. Nope. I'm super excited. And what's most what's most important about this is I just, I know and I sense that it's going to encourage so many moms. Exactly. And it's very yep. timely. Very, yeah. very timely. I feel like there's a lot of moms who are exhausted. They're discouraged. Yeah. They're frustrated. Uh, they, they can't see light at the end of the tunnel in a lot of ways. And um, I'm just excited to hear what the Holy Spirit says through both of you guys. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. And that's going to kick off our parenting series, which I'm really that's excited right. about. And I feel like I'm going to so, learn a lot, a lot yeah. in that series. <laughs> you, you better listen, Davey. Ooh, you I'm better be listen to everything notes. your wife has to say. <laughs> a really good one. Uh, it's awesome. Hey, listeners, nothing is wasted family, nothing is wasted supporters, friends, yes. loved ones, neighbors, strangers. <laughs> Happy fourth birthday. Thank you so Happy much for celebrating with birthday. us. This has been a fun episode. It's yeah, been so good. Been we appreciate awesome. you guys, our Nothing Is Wasted family community. This is just, um, this would not be, we wouldn't be able to celebrate this without you. We're just right. so grateful for all that you guys do to listen, to share. Um, you're partnering with us to help other people. And so we yeah. want to um, just encourage you to continue to share this. I, I just mm-hmm. talked to somebody today at church that said, I share your podcast with everybody that I come in contact with. And I tell, I tell them, thank you. Because not because it, you know, it's like, growing the podcast it's growing people this is helping people and so if there's someone in your life who is going through a tough time share this with them we would love to partner with you in that happy birthday nothing is happy birthday nothing is wasted